Hey friend, thanks so much for meeting me here at Frothy Monkey in beautiful downtown Franklin, Tennessee. It's a great place to get a good cup of joe and share together in some good conversation. Anyway, be looking at the menu. I know you're new here. Decide what you want. Text it to me. I'm going to go ahead and get in line and place our order. Hey, you're listening to Guat Rocks, God, the world, and other things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, always advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. You're listening to episode 102. <laughs> Sounded like a DJ from the 70s on an FM album station. But anyway, this is episode 102. I'm sorry, wait. It's episode 103. Episode 103. Embrace Big Love. When I was a kid growing up in the 70s, man, we had album rock on the FM station, which was pretty new at that time. And it covered all the albums. You could sit in your bedroom on a Friday night and listen to a Q102 out of Dallas, Texas. And they would play album rock. And you could listen to an entire album for free, commercially uninterrupted, which means that the DJ was probably off doing something nefarious in the studio while they had the album playing. But anyway, fond memories of uh, good times, I tell you. And the cool thing back then is you could take your stereo player that if it was expensive enough to have a built-in cassette tape recorder, then for free, you could sync up with their album special and record the album in total and then have the album to play in your car cassette player. So you were really cool. Uh, long before they had, uh, what do they call that? Um, Napster. Yeah, it's been a while since I've heard about Napster. But anyway, fond memories. I guess I'm feeling good because it is another great day in spring here in Nashville, Tennessee, in the greater Nashville area. I'm here in my office, which also doubles as my recording studio, and we've got the kind of windows that can either lower from the top or raise from the bottom, and so I always lower it from the top, which lets the heat out of the room, and it's just really refreshing. The greenery is just in full bloom. Uh, by the way, you may be hearing, I can hear it in my headphones, uh, you may be hearing a mower run in the background. That's my neighbor, Mary Lou, across the street. She's using her push mower, and uh, also you may hear some birds tweeting. We've got a lot of birds tweeting. You won't hear a rabbit doing anything. As far as I know, most rabbits don't make any noise. Uh, but the cool thing is I have at least one, if not more, cottontail bunny rabbits. It looks like Peter Cottontail. He's living... Uh, in the ivy just below my office window and saw him go into the ivy the other day. That's really cool. Also, there's another large rabbit in our backyard and uh, he moves lickety split anytime I come across him. But uh, so we've got a whole menagerie of animals coming on the property here. You know, when you start taking care of things in the Lord's power, in the Lord's name, God's nature responds and things flourish. I saw that same thing happen in our home in Eulis. When we began to plant indigenously, which means we planted according to the growth that naturally occurs in that area, God began to bless that. And on that property, we had just a plethora of different types of insects and animals that began to live at our house. And I have a context of what is not normally there because I actually grew up in the house next door to the house I was buying. And during the time I lived in Eulis in that house, my mother lived there the entire time from 
the time I was in fifth grade. So I have a context to know what kind of plants and animals and vegetation actually worked there and what existed there. That God blessed it, and we ended up having four different types of lizards living on our place. We had butterflies, we had honeybees, we had bumblebees, we had hornet killers, I mean, I'm sorry, cicada killers, which were a type of hornet. They were terrifying to look at. They were massive in size, but a very welcomed insect because they killed Texas cicadas, which are a hideous form of insect that eats vegetation, and they're a real nuisance. So we had uh, cicada killers. Uh, one time, I don't know how it happened, but we had a, a, a box turtle come into our yard uh, with a solid wooden fence that went all the way to the ground. Somehow that turtle made it into our backyard and just kind of went passing through. We left him back there for a time, and one day he was gone. Then we had a, a cute little toad named, we named him Pee-wee, <laughs> because every time uh, my son would give Pee-wee attention, the, the toad would tinkle on him. And uh, uh, Pee-wee grew to be pretty big, but I think ultimately something might have gotten Pee-wee because uh, one day Pee-wee wasn't around the house anymore. But uh, I tell you, at even one point, you're not going to believe this. This is an absolute truth. I was on a mission going to a special meeting, excuse me, a devotional meeting with other pastors for the weekend and leaving my wife and children there at the house. As we loaded up, I got into the car and before we pulled off, my wife came out the front door yelling at me, like, Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. And so I told Ted, the guy that was driving the car, I said, hang on, my wife needs something. I guess I've forgotten something. I said, what's going on? And she said, there's a German shepherd in our backyard. I said, what? She said, there's a German shepherd in our backyard. And I asked her, I said, how is it possible that we have a German shepherd in our backyard? We had what we call in Texas a stockade fence, which means a solid wood fence, six-foot-tall fence, and the gates were locked and could not be opened, and there was no way for the dog to get in. And I told Ted, I said, hang on, I've got to go check this out. Excuse me. And so I went to the backyard, and sure enough, back behind, uh, we were blessed to have a beautiful swimming pool at that house, and back behind the swimming pool was this large German Shepherd, a large German Shepherd. So when I went into the backyard, all of a sudden he took notice of me, and knowing German Shepherds, I thought, this is not a good equation. So I didn't know what to do, and it it concerned me, so I stepped back into the house, and uh, I then reapproached the dog and the dog left and I don't know how it got out. It was almost like magic. I don't know if you remember, you know, many people listening may not remember the Andy Griffith show, but on the Andy Griffith show, there was a special character named Ernest T. Bass, whom at times it appeared to have supernatural power because Barney Fife, the deputy would lock Ernest T. Bass up in the jail cell and then go next door. Barney would go next door to the cafe to eat morning breakfast, then sitting at the the counter ordering breakfast, he turned to the man next to him who had a newspaper, and he said, excuse me, sir, could you pass me the salt? When the newspaper lowered, it was Ernest T. Bass. And Barney said, well, thank you. The newspaper went back up, and Barney realized it was Ernest T., and somehow he had gotten out of the jail cell and had beat Barney to the counter and had his newspaper. And so Barney said, Ernest T. Bass, you come back here. And he chased him out of the, the uh, cafe. And Ernest T., I think he said something to the effect of, you know, if a duck will stand still, you may catch him by Bill. You know, see you, deputy. 
And so anyway, that, that German shepherd was that way. But we even had a German shepherd come into our yard somehow and got out somehow. It must have literally jumped the fence, which is astounding. So anyway, blessed of the Lord. And uh, it happens that way when you take care of God's creation, uh, which we should do. But that's really kind of totally off the subject of what I'm talking about today. But that really came flooding over me. And hopefully it will encourage you. But I do encourage you as spring is here, you know, think about where you live and perhaps you live in an apartment. Maybe you live in an efficiency apartment or perhaps you live in a tiny house or a, or a travel trailer. But, you know, you can do things to bring God's creation close, whether it be if you're in a tiny house or living in uh, one of those, what do they call that, the large uh, transit vans they have now. Uh, there are a lot of people who are cashing out and just buying a Mercedes Benz, converting the Mercedes Benz transit van to a... Uh, to a mobile type home and living like that, you know, you can even bring in potted plants, uh, even just something that simple. If you're living in an apartment, you can put potted plants on your, uh, if you have a balcony. I tell you, even in some of the ministry places where I've served, where pretty rough housing, that the people that care ask permission from the management that can I take possession of this little plot of land right here in front of my apartment door? And especially in some of the apartment communities that are really suffering economically, the management's like, sure. You know, they're glad that somebody's willing to take responsibility and take ownership. So uh, you can put a touch anywhere, and I encourage you to do that because I tell you what, it brings God's creation close, and uh, they respond. Hey, friend, I discovered after completing episode 103 that I really had two episodes within one episode. So what I've done is I've cut it in half, and episode 104 is actually going to be episode 103 Part B, but because you can't label podcasts like that, it will be episode 104. But remember, the next episode, episode 104, is actually 103 Part B. Hey, before I let you go, I want to tell you about the German Shepherd, something I forgot that really made it funny. And this is, it's funny that when we saw the shepherd, I didn't know what to do, as I said. So it was at the back. And when it noticed me, it was like going to come at me. So I went back into the house, shut the door. And then the dog, and my wife is a witness to this, the dog then jumped into our swimming pool and swam a lap all the way down to the end of the pool towards us, came out of the pool, ran back around the swimming pool and darted out behind our two-car garage that sat on the side street. It went around the curve of the garage and disappeared and I guess literally just jumped the fence. When I got back in the car, the gentleman asked me, well, what happened to the dog? I said, well, he looked like he was going to come at me. I ran back into the house, shut the door. He swam a lap and left. I said, I guess he just dropped by for a swim. So one of those peculiar things. But I tell you, we were so God blessed that every type of animal on the planet was coming to our home. And uh, we celebrate that. But anyway, hang tight. Uh, episode 104, which is actually episode 103, part B, will come back uh, to you on Monday. So uh, anyway, after you listen to this, hope you have a great weekend. I'll be here on Monday. Take care.